Sunrise with Shona, Hot 1027. Good morning, beautiful people of God. You're listening to Sunrise with Shona on the mighty Hot 1027. It is so good to be back with you again this morning. I wonder what sort of week you've had. Here at Hot, we've had a week of highs and extreme lows. Of course, we are deeply saddened by the passing of Jeremy, a huge man who's left a huge hole in all of our lives. And we do pray for the repose of his soul. Rest eternal, grant unto him, O Lord, and let light perpetual shine upon him. And we pray for his family and friends and ourselves as we mourn at this time. We've also had tremendous highs here at HOT. In the Teddython on Friday, 8.9 million was raised by HOT in just 12 and a half hours, thanks to your generosity. This is a phenomenal thing that happened. And of course, that goes to help all of those around us and to make a meaningful difference in the lives of those around us and to uplift people in general in a country that is hurting at the moment. And so this is a huge, huge thing that happened last Friday. Thank you to you and your generosity. We also, at HOT, won the best of Joburg. And for a station that has only been around for just over a year, this is a wonderful achievement. And so congratulations to all. So as I said, a week of highs and extreme lows. But in it all, we need to remember that God is still God, and God is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And God holds all of us in God's heart. Now, one of the things that we celebrated this week in the traditional churches is All Saints Day and All Souls Day, and All Souls Day is also known as the Commemoration of the Faithful Departed. And I want to use those readings today because I know there are very few people who haven't been affected by loss, and I thought it was appropriate to look at that today. But first I want to read you an opening prayer because it just reminds us that God is here with us right now. Come among us, God. You who cast planets into space, and you who cradle the sparrow in her nest. Come, God, and meet us here. Come among us, God, you who bless the poor and the broken, and stand by the sad and the strong. Come, God, and meet us here. Come among us, God, you who dance in the silence and shine in the darkness. Come, God, and meet us here. And of course we have the assurance of God's eternal presence with us, no matter what we're going through, no matter where we are. Now, as I said, very few have not suffered loss, but we need to always remember that God is present, God loves us, and that we can both mourn the passing of our loved ones as well as celebrate their life and their life eternal because of God's presence with us. And that is confirmed for us in Psalm 139 where we are told there is nowhere that we can go where God is not present. Where shall I escape your spirit, says the psalmist? Where shall I flee from your presence? As I go to heaven or to the grave, you are there, and your right hand holds me fast. And there's no safer place for us to be than in the right hand of God. And of course, God also holds our loved ones safe in God's hand. Now, I wonder if you've ever experienced a time where God has been powerfully present to you. More Obviously, we know God is present all the time, but have you ever experienced a time where God is so powerfully present that the words of that psalm resonate with your heart because you know, because you know, because you know that God is with you. I've had a few of those experiences, but the most recent one was on the Isle of Iona off the west coast of Scotland. It's known as a thin place because the gap between heaven and earth is thin. And as I got off the ferry, I could feel God's overwhelming presence, the Spirit of God just pouring into me. 
And that night in worship, I felt like God washed me clean and renewed and restored and refreshed me. And I think God gives us those experiences so that we know even here in this body on this earth that God is God and God is with us and God holds us close. If we go to some other verses, God promises in John 14, verse 1 to 3, Jesus said to his disciples, and remember this was on the eve of his crucifixion, do not let your hearts be troubled, trust in God, trust also in me, in God's house there are many mansions. If it were not so, I, Jesus, would have told you, and I am going to prepare a place for you, and I will come back and take you to the place where I am, so that you may be where I am. And Revelation 21, 3-4, and this is one of my favorites, and I can't wait for it to be true here on earth, for God's kingdom to fully come. Because John writes from exile, I heard a voice saying, Look, God lives among human beings and makes a home among them. They are God's people, and God is their God, God with them. God will wipe away all tears from their eyes. There will be no more death and no more mourning or sadness or pain. The world of the past is gone. Aren't those beautiful, beautiful promises? And so as we think of all these promises that we've had, our own experiences of God, and we think of our loved ones, I want us to just reflect on all of that. I want us to reflect on all of that as we listen to Let Your Living Water Flow Over My Soul on the Mighty Hot 1027. Enjoy. Sunrise with Shona, Hot 1027. Let your living water flow over my soul on Hot 1027. Good morning, you are listening to Reverend Shona from St. Mark's Anglican Church. If you've just joined me, it's wonderful to be with you. And this morning we're looking at the readings that were set for the commemoration of the faithful departed, a celebration that we had this week in the traditional churches. And I'm going to look now at Psalm 23, but I want to look at the way it's written by Nan Merrill in her book called Psalms for Praying, an Innovation to Wholeness. And I'm going to pause after each sentence and have a look. And she writes, Oh, my beloved, you are my shepherd, I shall not want. So let's look at that shepherd image for a moment. Shepherds care for their sheep, and in the Old Testament times, the shepherd would um, actually defend the sheep with his very life. He would lie across the sheepfold to make sure none of the sheep went missing, and he would carry sheep that were injured, he would go and look for lost sheep. The shepherd loved his sheep, the sheep knew the shepherd's voice, and in fact the shepherd went before the sheep, and the sheep would follow. And often shepherds, to save time and to make sure that there was more safety for the sheep, would gather all the sheep together in one place, in one fold, and then as the shepherds left in the morning, the sheep would follow their own shepherd, they knew the shepherd's voice. But when we look at a shepherd, and God as our shepherd, We need to remember that God is a God of love. She goes on to write, You bring me to green pastures for rest. You lead me beside still waters, renewing my spirit, and you restore my soul. So let's look at that. There's rest, there's renewing, there's restoration. The only place, and this is from my own experience, so I'm going to state it quite boldly, the only place for me that I find true rest, true renewal, True restoration is in God. And so God deliberately leads us into places where we can rest. We need deep rest to be okay. How many of you today, I wonder, are walking around tired, burdened, um, filled with anxiety and stress for the future? In God, we find our rest because God is the same yesterday, today and tomorrow. 
and God's right hand holds us fast. God renews our spirit. That's what I experienced that time on that island where God just poured God's spirit out and renewed and refreshed and restored me. And God restores our soul. An interesting experiment was actually done at a correctional services facility where they asked some of the inmates in a particular part of it to meditate for one minute a day, just one minute a day, on peace and joy. And it changed that entire place. How much more so would it change us if we just stop, if we're feeling anxiety and stress, if we just stop and breathe and think of God's love for us, think of God's joy, think of how God wants us to enjoy fullness of life. And we just breathe that in. It takes away some of that stress as we allow to flow out of us into the cross and as we allow God's kingdom to pour into us and to renew, refresh and restore us. Then we are told, you lead me in the path of goodness to follow love's way. So I told you this is her interpretation of Psalm 23. And I love the fact that she says love's way. Because what I've said over and over again is that when Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life, his way is a way of radical, inclusive love. And so God leads us in love's way. She goes on, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'm not afraid. For you are ever with me, your rod and your staff, they guide me. My own experience, my own near-death experience taught me that that was absolutely true. That there is no fear when we pass from this life to the next. Only a sense of God's presence, God's love. There's no regrets, no fear, no sense of being alone. And there are actually no English words that will describe that feeling. And so we need not fear in life and we need not fear in death or in the life hereafter. Because God's rod and staff, they guide us, they comfort us, and they give us strength. She says, God, you prepare a table before me in the presence of all my fears. I'm deliberately stressing fears because we normally say foes. But I do think that fear is one of the problems that we face and perhaps one of the things that robs us of enjoying the fullness of life here and now. Fear of the future, fear of what might happen, worries. Um, fear of what someone might say or what someone might do. And here we are told God prepares that table for us in the presence of all our fears. Therefore, our fears go into the background and in the fore comes this provision from God. And it's a provision from a God of love. And so we need to allow those fears to recede. We are human, so we will have fears, but allow them to recede as we focus on God and God's provision. And she ends, you bless me with oil, my cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the heart of the beloved forever. And again, I love that. Not just dwell in the presence of God forever, but dwell in the heart of the beloved forever. And so we will be blessed. Our cup will overflow. Goodness and mercy will be in abundance in our lives all the days of our life. And we dwell safely in the heart of God which is a heart of love forever. And so if you are grieving today, if you are feeling sad, if you are anxious, remember this psalm, and I'm going to play it now on Hot 1027, so you can listen to the words in musical form. But I want us to just think about it, and to place our heart and our mind there, in that heart of God, so that we can feel God's love, God's reassurance, so we can rest, so we can be renewed, and we can be restored. And so coming up now on the mighty hot 1027, Psalm 23. Sunrise with Shona, hot 1027. Psalm 23 on the mighty hot 1027, 
The Lord is my shepherd. I hope you enjoyed it. You're listening to Sunrise with Shona, and it's good to be with you. This morning, I've been looking at some of the readings that were set, and the first one, of course, is Psalm 23. I'm going to look at a few more now from John. But first, I think you all know John 3:16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not die, but have eternal life. Many, many people hang on to that verse because we know that when our loved ones pass from this life to the next, they do so in the presence of God, in the love of God, and they are led into this new life with God, in fact, with Jesus. He said himself, I will come and show you the way. But there are two other verses that I'd like to share this morning. The first one is from John 5, verse 24. And I'm going to read it to you because it just confirms what we read in John 3.16. I'm telling you the truth. Whoever hears my words and believes in him who sent me has eternal life. He will not be judged, but has already passed from death to life. This is Jesus speaking. He has already passed from death to life. I'm telling you the truth. The time is coming. The time has already come when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God and those who hear it will come to life. Just as the Father is himself the source of life, in the same way he has made his Son to be the source of life. And he has given the Son the right to judge because he is the Son of Do not be surprised at this. The time is coming when all the dead will hear his voice and come out of those, their graves. Those who have done good will rise and live and those who have done evil will rise and be condemned. But I want to stress Jesus saying that we have already passed from death to life, and so have our loved ones who've gone before us. And so it's a wonderful, reassuring verse. And then John 6, 37 to 40, Everyone whom my Father gives me will come to me. I will never turn away anyone who comes to me, because I've come down from heaven and do not my own will, but the will of him who sent me. And it is the will of him who sent me that I should not lose any of those he has given me, but that I should raise them all to life on the last day. Now isn't that another beautiful promise? And therefore when we remember our loved ones who have gone before us, as I said, we mourn their passing, we mourn the physical loss, but we can also celebrate, we can celebrate everything that they sowed into our lives, and we can celebrate their life eternal. So as we reflect today on what we've learnt, let us go back right to the beginning. God is present. We are held in the heart of God. God provides for us. God gives us rest. God renews us. God restores us. And through the life and the death and the resurrection of Jesus, Jesus overcame all sin and all death. And therefore, those of us who believe in Jesus, who live the way of Jesus, the way of radical inclusive love, receive eternal life. All our laughter and all our sorrows move into God, God on the cross. And that is why I say we can celebrate the eternal life of our loved ones. Now I'm going to end today with a prayer, a prayer from a book that I bought on our owner called The Pattern of Our Days, written by the owner community. And for me, it is just the most beautiful prayer. And so let's pray together. All our laughter, as I said, and all our sadness, safe now. In God's hands. All our anger, all our gladness, safe now in God's hands. All our stories, all our memories, safe now in God's hands. Those we remember and those we love, safe now in God's hands. And of course, when we think of that safety, 
It takes away our fears because all are safe in the hands of God. And so I pray that the love of God, the messages of the angels, the example of Jesus' life, his love, his joy, his peace, his kindness, his healing, the stories of all the saints that we also celebrated this week, and the power of God's Holy Spirit, and of course the strong hands of the friends God has given us to journey with us here on earth. May all of this bless us on life's journey and lead all of us safely home. I hope that you found some comfort in what I've shared this morning. I pray that God will bless you and those you love and pray for. And I pray that you would experience that deep, deep presence of God that brings us that peace that passes all understanding, no matter what we're facing. If you need to get hold of me, you can do so on shona at hot1027.co.za. To wrap up this morning, in Christ alone, and then I thought we really needed to hear, you raise me up especially for those of you who may be feeling a little bit down this morning. I hope that this lifts you up because God raises us up and wants us to experience the fullness of God's love and God's life here on earth. God bless. Sunrise with Shona. Hot 1027.